morning, everybody. It is Wednesday morning, which means it is time for Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Casey Phillips here with senior writer and editor Scott Smith. And as you can tell, I get a fancy new background today. And uh, this I'm in the control room at the stadium, which is very cool. Uh, we have something going on at the stadium later, so I figured it'd be easier to just go ahead and head on over here and a little bit of a sneak peek on maybe what Insider is going to look like moving forward. I mean, I know this is what people live for, right? Is news about the program that brings them the news. Uh, but yes, yeah, so yeah. soon Scott and I will be doing our show from in here. It's going to be awesome. Uh, for now, of course, this is where we take all of your questions, thoughts, comments, all of the things if you're not already watching on the Buccaneers Facebook page. You can head on over there. And that is where I will find them is in the comment section underneath our live videos. As we give people a chance to start leaving them there, I figured we would talk about uh, some of the upcoming things on the schedule that this time of year, I know it can seem like there's not a lot going on, but thankfully we will have, we have a couple things already in progress where, uh, tell us a little bit about the franchise tag deadlines. Yeah, the franchise tag uh, window, the window for putting franchise or transition tags on your players actually opened yesterday, which was uh, Tuesday. Did you notice that yesterday? 2 22 22? Yes. It was a Tuesday. Yeah. So it was it was already a big day for any of us who like that kind of thing, but then it's the beginning of the franchise tag window, though. Honestly, they probably just should say when the franchise tag deadline is because teams generally wait to the very end of it anyway, just in case something happens that's relevant. There's no rush to put the tag on right now. They, they can't become a free agent until like eight days after the franchise tag window. So I don't think you're going to see a ton of activity on that until you get much closer to the March 8th deadline, but you might start seeing some teams using those tags at this point and the books could be one of them right and so tell people a little bit again about who we think has a chance of it being used on who who even qualifies for that and, and just a little bit more about how that works well there's three types of tags you can use there's an exclusive franchise tag and there's a non-exclusive franchise tag and as those names suggest one of them the exclusive one means nobody else can negotiate with this player and the exclusive, non-exclusive one says other teams can negotiate with the player. And the reason you would choose non-exclusive over exclusive is because the formula for figuring out the one-year salary comes out a little bit lower because it's like the average of the top 10 guys at the position rather than the top five. It's more complicated than that, but that's the basic idea. Um, if you're on an exclusive tag and another team signs you to an offer, the home team has the uh, has the team that owned that player originally, I don't mean owned, the team that had the contract with that player originally uh, has the right to match. And if they don't match, they get compensation. And it's usually like two first round draft picks. So even though it's a non-exclusive tag, you almost never see those players go to other teams. And then the transition tag is like the non-exclusive tag, except you don't get any compensation if you don't match. So it's just a matter of how much do you want to commit to the salary and how much protection that gives you for keeping that player. And as we talked about when we discussed this, this idea last week to me the most likely one on the bucks long list of free agents is cornerback carlton davis uh it's just hard to let a 25 year old potential shutdown cornerback go and that's a really hard thing to develop in the nfl and so i know the buckners will try to keep carlton as much as they possibly can Okay, and then next on the schedule is the Combine. I know you and I are both going to be heading out there next week. Uh, you'll be there to hear uh, Coach and Jason speak whenever they have their press conferences, and I'll be doing some interviews with some of our scouting department and other front office people, so make sure everybody stays tuned for all the coverage on that on Buccaneers.com. But uh, tell us a little bit about the Combine after not having it last year, what we thought it might look like this year, what we think it is going to look like, and, and how that could potentially affect being able to find some of these players as compared to years like last year where it didn't exist. 
Well, first of all, a little more on what you're talking about, about what we're going to be doing up there. We are also on Buccaneers.com going to um, carry the Bruce Arians and Jason Light uh, press conferences from the podiums live. So you can watch that. I'll be there covering it and tweeting about it. Those two guys generally also do an off-camera session, just a little roundtable with any Buccaneers writers that are there. So there's even more to get from that, and I'll be reporting on that as well. And then uh, we'll have our show from there on Wednesday morning, um, right? Yep, absolutely. So that's going to be great. Um, but yeah, so I know there was some interesting news about the combine itself recently. Yeah, the NFL had announced that the players were going to be in a bubble, a pretty restrictive bubble while they were there. And for obvious reasons, you know what the motivation for that was. Uh, but I think the part that really um, a lot of the players and their agents didn't like was they were they would have been restricted to one support person. So they only have one say trainer and some of them have a number of trainers and others that are there to help them with the medical side of it with getting ready for, ready for their workouts and optimizing their workouts and so I think around 150 or so uh, prospects had uh, protested and there was the possibility of them not coming and the NFL has since decided to scrap the bubble prospect the bubble idea and it'll be more like a regular combine and so it looks like all 330 or so prospects are going to be there so you know as always the combine is a great opportunity, even though these guys are very well scouted by scouts and coaches around the league and, and here in this building through their game tape, uh, they it's a real good opportunity for the entire league to be in one spot and, and for teams to be able to get a whole lot of one-on-one -on -one interviews with these players. And last year, those, those interviews had to be done by Zoom. And as Jason Light has, has said, they did a great job of making it work. But clearly, this is a better opportunity for both the players and the personnel people in the league. So getting everybody in the same spot and getting those meetings is probably the part that teams missed last year that they're going to enjoy this year. Okay. And then uh, getting to some of our questions from the Facebook page, Yaj asked, uh, how do you see the backfield shaping up? Who do you see staying? Who do you see leaving? Offensive backfield, I assume that means? Yes. So the only two guys that are under contract right now are Keyshawn Vaughn and Kenyon Barner. Um, Keyshawn Vaughn, I would assume he would stay and, and maybe get a chance at a bigger role Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones are, and Giovanni Bernard as well. But Fournette and Jones, who went into last season sort of listed as 1A, 1B as starters, they're both unrestricted free agents. I would be shocked if we got both of them back. I think the Buccaneers would, would probably love to get one of them back. Um, Leonard Fournette obviously took over as the main back. He was so great in the playoffs on the way to the Super Bowl. And then even though at the beginning of last year, Bruce Arians was calling Fournette Jones starters 1A and 1B basically it didn't take Fournette long to really take over that role and the fact that he's a, a decent pass catcher or high volume pass catcher really out of the backfield and his blocking has improved means you could put him on the field for three downs and I think that's why probably he was the guy that really grabbed that biggest part of the role so I would think he'd be a guy the Buccaneers would like to have back but after playing on two consecutive one-year deals he might be looking for something a little bit long more long term. Okay, and our next one is from Jonathan. He asked, do you think Gronk will stay with the Bucks?" And then I'll kind of add to that of just, in general, what do you think that tight end room could look like? And I mean, for years, it's been something that the Bucks have not needed to look at in yeah. draft and free agency. Yeah. It was just, it was one of the most set rooms there were. Uh, what do you think could potentially, it could look like this year, some of the changes that could be made? And do you think Gronk will be a part of it? You know, Rob Gronkowski, decided to come back after his one year of retirement. I'm sure part of that was because he felt better. Um, you know, he originally retired basically just because of an accumulation of injuries and aches and pains. And, and after a year off, he felt better, but I I'm not sure he would have come out of retirement if it hadn't been 
to play with Tom Brady. And now that Tom Brady uh, has said he won't be playing, um, you know, I, I, I think to me that's a domino in the direction of, of Rob Gronkowski not coming back. Now, I hope that's not the case because, yes, he has a special connection with, with Tom Brady, but he could still be a very, uh, very valuable piece of the offense with any quarterback we had out there. So I just thought when Tom Brady retired that that would be if you were if you were nudging Rob Gronkowski in one direction or another, that would seem to nudge him more towards not coming back. And then uh, we hope had I'm wrong. Hope I'm wrong. Yeah, right. I, I agree. Um, Cord had brought up um, the free agents on the defensive line and what that group could potentially look like this next year. Okay, so the free agents are in Dominican Sioux. And if we're calling, are we, I guess we're probably counting the edge rushers as part of that. So JPP, right. in Dominican Sioux, Will Golston, uh, Steve McClendon. Oh, I do have a list over there. Steve McClendon, uh, I think that's it. Um, Patrick O'Connor's a restricted free agent. Oh, in Dominican Sioux, did I say that one? Uh, yes, it. yeah. Um, yeah, again, is, is uh, the Indomitian Sioux part is he's been playing on one-year contracts for a number of years now, which has always led me to believe that he uh, is contemplating each offseason if he wants to continue his career. You know, he's already played 12 seasons and he never misses a game and, and for most of his career has played a huge number of snaps. So this is a guy that's played a lot of football, uh, still very effective for us the last couple of years, obviously, but I think that all comes down to him. Uh, it's pretty obvious from hearing Will Golston talk that he loves being in Tampa, uh, that he really likes uh, his fit here with this team and especially in this defense. His career has really been rejuvenated, I think, over the last three years because he's been such a perfect fit in Todd Bowles' defense. So, you know, assuming that they can make that price work, I would think he'd want to come back. He's already played two full contracts, which is pretty awesome, especially for a fourth round pick. And then you're talking about Steve McClendon, JPP. Uh, JPP may have a lot to do with how he feels. Um, and I don't know. I, I really can't speak much to what Steve McClendon's plans might be. Okay, well, that is going to do it for us on this edition of Buccaneers Insider Live presented by Miller Lite. Thanks, as always, for those amazing questions. And we will see you next week from the Combine in Indianapolis. So make sure you tune in. <laughs>